Business Confidence and Outlook, insights from IMA's Q3 FY21 BCPI survey and perspectives from IMA's forum members, November 2020. Following a prolonged lockdown, economic activity has started to revive. Some green shoots are visible, but they are of varying strength and differ significantly across sectors. In late October, IMA ran the Q3 FY21, that is October to December, edition of its quarterly Business Confidence and Performance Index, BCPI, survey. The BCPI measures not just how organizations are feeling about the macroeconomy and their own businesses, but also the impact of COVID on various business parameters and response strategies. The headline index, which had collapsed to an all-time low in April, touched a multi-year high in October, powered by big improvements in the macroeconomic outlook and business expectations. Across sectors, companies are seeing a jump in sales, new orders, profitability and capacity utilization, though new hiring and investment are relatively muted. However, this does not necessarily signal a V-shaped recovery, given that most of the improvement is on a Q-on-Q and not a Y-on-Y basis. At recent All India webinars of the India CEO, CFO, CHRO and CMO forums, we presented the main findings of the latest BCPI edition, followed by an open house discussion among members about the state of their own businesses. This paper captures some of the main takeaways of these discussions. A sharp improvement in the BCPI. The headline BCPI index touched a multi-year high of 68.7 in October, auguring well for a strong economic rebound. However, it does not account for the possibility of a second wave of infections that could potentially undo many of the recent advances. The macro sub-index touched a high of 80, a figure that is normally indicative of over 8% GDP growth. The upward momentum in the index may be short-lived and could be based as much on QOQ improvements as on heightened optimism arising from pent-up demand and the onset of the festive season. Historically, services companies have been more optimistic than manufacturers. This trend reversed at the start of FY21, and currently the BCPI Manufacturing Index is at 71, ahead of the services index at 66.2. This is not surprising given that services have been the hardest hit by COVID. Segment-wise, consumer goods companies are currently the most optimistic at 79.1, while construction firms are the most pessimistic at 61.9. There has been a sharp uptick in the IT and ITES sector, from a recessionary 43.7 in Q1 to about 72 in Q3. But general services firms have seen the biggest improvement, about 30 points, as a result of unlocking. Expectations of business performance have moved up, but remain subpar. The weighted average projection for revenue growth in Q3 is minus 1.7%, which is much better than that recorded in either Q1, minus 22%, or Q2, minus 9.4%. Similarly, net profit growth has improved from minus 8.8% in Q2 to minus 2.4% in Q3. Construction firms continue to see double-digit rates of shrinkage. Order books and capacity utilization rates are also improving, though they might, like sales and profitability, start to moderate in the coming months. On average, the recovery time from the start of lockdown to a point where demand and business conditions are back to normal stands at 11.6 months, similar to the 11 months projected in our July survey. The hiring and capex indices are stronger than in many quarters, but again, this probably reflects quarter-on-quarter gains from a low base rather than a sustained recovery. 75% of companies had cut back on hiring in Q1, April to June, and only 4% saw an increase. In comparison, just 14% expect to cut back in Q3, but 23% will ramp up hiring. Most firms, 64%, are now in the no-change zone. 
The Q3 hiring outlook is brightest for tech companies, but dimmest in the construction and chemical sectors. On the capital expenditure front, 54% of businesses plan to make new investments in Q3, up from just 23% in Q1, but expectations on this score often run up ahead of reality. Consumer goods and automotive companies are the most bullish on CapEx, while construction and chemical firms remain the most pessimistic. Finally, soft spends like advertising and marketing, team building and travel have seen a recovery compared to the near total halt seen in Q1. What COVID-19 has changed? The Q3 VCPI survey captured trends in work from home, WFH, practices. From all indications, WFH will remain a permanent feature for businesses across sectors, albeit less extensive than it is today. The average WFH share is expected to fall from 44% of the workforce today to 17% 12 months from now. IT and ITES, healthcare and general services firms expect to stabilize at higher 23 to 25% levels. Commensurately, companies expect to consolidate in terms of real estate. On average, they expect a 10.8% drop in their workspace requirements, a 6.9% decline in their rental bills, and a 10.1% fall in maintenance expenses. The other big change engendered by COVID is a sharp increase in the adoption of technology and or automation. 62% of firms say they have accelerated their tech adoption in recent months, particularly those in the healthcare, consumer goods, and BFSI space. In terms of priority areas, a handful dominate MIS and analytics, transactions processing, digital marketing, and customer service and acquisition. For manufacturing-intensive companies, supply chain automation is another critical focus area. Industry perspectives. The last few months have been disruptive for business, but they have also created new growth opportunities in specific areas. Favorable weather conditions have bolstered the sowing of winter crops and enabled 20% rates of growth for agrochemical companies, compared to the average 4-5% growth rates they are accustomed to. What is also helping organized agrochemical companies is that regional players, hit hard by the combined effects of demonetization, GST and COVID, have largely exited the market. At the same time, travel restrictions have caused a forced cut in expenses and the cash flow cycle has dramatically improved, with most companies selling directly to farmers on an upfront cash basis. Crop science companies are optimistic about the environment and are planning new investments. Banks remain cautious about lending, especially with unsecured loans. However, mortgage issuances are rising sharply, thanks in part to government relief measures for the housing and agricultural sectors. That said, according to one large India-based credit information company, the situation with non-performing assets, or NPAs, remains unclear. The two rounds of moratorium are over, but it will take another few months to draw firm conclusions from the NPA data that will now come in. India's automotive sector recovery is being driven by both new vehicle sales and growth in the used car market. Most sales of small and or used cars are taking place at the bottom of the pyramid on account of consumer wariness with respect to public transport. But one Japanese MNC major sees a drop in showroom footfalls and is unsure about the sustainability of the recent uptick. More conclusive evidence would become available in December-January. Meanwhile, consumer durable spending returned to strong growth, 20-35% in Q2, according to a brand solutions provider that works with several nationally and internationally reputed companies across multiple sectors. According to a global investment management firm that owns 23 toll roads across India, Nationwide traffic and fee collections recovered to pre-COVID levels in September. The strong October data, 5-7% growth YOY, suggests that this may be more than just the result of pent-up demand. Commercial vehicles are leading the revival with 10% growth, bolstered by buoyancy in agriculture and consumer goods, 
while passenger vehicles traffic still trails. A diversified industrial group reports a clear revival across most of the nine businesses it operates in India. Globally, the group's renewables business recorded its best year in a decade, mainly on the back of strong exports, and is investing in new capacity. Domestic wind turbine manufacturing is also perking up. Its plant technologies business is seeing new orders from companies across sectors, though mainly from PSUs, that are looking to augment capacity. From all indications, while aerospace will take time to recover, the government's commitment to long-term strategic defense projects remains intact, and hardware purchases are expected to rise in the year ahead. Logistics companies have seen their business hold up well in recent months. For one major logistics player, volumes initially fell and margins suffered, but conditions are now improving. A fall in gross profit was partly compensated for by reductions in manpower and operating costs on account of newfound efficiencies and work from home. Profitability has now returned to last year's levels, as have capacity utilization rates on the project, transportation, and equipment rental sites of the business. A multinational hospitality company reports that its network of 52 hotels across India, which had to shut her down at the start of the lockdown, is now fully operational. The company recorded 50% top-line growth in the October quarter, owing to an upswing in corporate, wedding, and restaurant demand, and a jump in weekend staycations, which points to strong pent-up demand. Finally, domestic air passenger traffic has also recovered to about 55% of pre-COVID levels, even as international travel remains restricted.